the ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much this morning. What a joy, what a blessing to be in your presence. Lord, we ask that your spirit will be with us. Holy Ghost, have your way. Touch every life. Bring us understanding concerning the principles of our salvation. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Right. So, I'll meet you after service. All the choristers. Right. Um, we have been sharing from this book, The Seven Great Principles. For the past two weeks, we've been sharing from this book. And um, we are looking at principles that govern our Christian life. And like I said, a principle is something that makes things work. Once there's no more principle behind it, it's not everything that you see is, is out of some principles. Yeah. Even the way the church is running is something that has been there before and we are all following after. When you see a car moving, there's a principle behind it. When you see airplane flying, there's a principle. Principle that is following. Hallelujah. Amen. So your Christian life also will do well. If you follow certain principles. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are sharing about this because a lot of Christians are ignorant of these things. Hallelujah. Ralph, give me some small this thing here. I'm trying to shout it. So, um, uh, we are going through them so that you can learn. And the first principle, can you do you remember the first principle? Okay, I'm ready. Kind. Yeah. What is the first principle? Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. Can we all say together? So why do you people do that to me? <laughs> you can make the sound better. Why do you do that to me? Okay. Thank you for dashing me some sound. <laughs> Clap for the sound. I noticed how struck I was wondering what it was. Right. Let's take it together again. What's the first principle? Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives, lives in a body. body. Amen. Amen. So man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. 
need to understand these three parts of a human being. Once you understand it, it will make you uh, do well as a Christian. Because you begin to realize that your life is not just about the physical. The physical means being your body. Because you are not just your body, you are, you are a spirit that has a soul and lives in the body. And in fact, the body is, is even the least of all the things. Because the real you is your spirit. So that is the thing you must really be focused on. Last week I was telling you that if you are able to build your spirit man up, he can affect every part of your body. Are you getting it? Amen. And so your, your, your spirit, one of the ways you can build it up is to pray in tongues. Yeah. As you pray in tongues. Bible says in Jude 19, mm. Jude is just one chapter, so Jude 19, it says that these be they who separate themselves sensual having not the spirit so there are some people they don't have the spirit they are just sensual they are not spiritual and so the bible says that there are some people like that but verse 20 says that it's about you no say what dear you beloved, mu adofu. He said, build up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Take a minute to speak in tongues. So it may look like nothing is happening. But you are building your spirit man. You are building your spirit man up. You are building your spirit man up. So just like how in the natural you be lifting metals to build your body and your muscles or like somebody said muscles <laughs> it's not muscles it's muscles <laughs> you know in the, in the spirit realm 
There are no metals that you are lifting. The metals you lift is the tongues that you pray. So, can you imagine there are some people when you look at them? Slim, macho. Yeah, in the natural. Because they are not people who lift metals. But they are people who lift metals. And when you see them, I tell you. Yeah. You see that Oh, you're strong. Yeah. I tell you. And you don't go close to such people. Because when he gives you one blow, it will not be easy for you. Now, in the spirit too, the demons can see the people who are macho. Am I, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. I'm macho. <laughs> so when they come into the church, they know the people that they will take their things to. And they know the people they will not take their things to. Yeah. So maybe you are too slim in the spirit. Too slim. That is why the demon, when they look at you, say, ah, this one there, we can fight him. But may you from today begin to speak in tongues. As you are speaking in tongues, you are building the, the, the body. The, the spirit man is becoming very strong. And when your spirit man is strong, he controls every part of you. Yeah. Your physical body, this flesh, likes to control us. And that is why sometimes when you are in church, you, you want to sleep. Sometimes you hear people say, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Have you heard that thing before? What is Yeah. But you see, when the spirit is weak, the flesh will always detect what should be done. Please, let's make sure there's no noise. Please, the children, I beg you. Um, so, you have to build your spirit, man. Otherwise, your flesh will say, let's sleep. Even though the preaching is going on, then you see that you arrange yourself in the, in the chair. <laughs> and by the way, you have a better bed in your house to sleep in. Why do you come and sleep here? And look at the next person and ask the person, ah. you have a better bed in your house. If you want to sleep, why don't you just stay and sleep? You rather come and sleep here? This chair is very uncomfortable. Um, Tell the next person the chair is very uncomfortable. <laughs> the chair is very uncomfortable. I cannot believe that you are sleeping. <laughs> <in this chair. laughs> 
<laughs> but when your spirit is not strong, that's when your flesh will say, Let's leave. Then you say, ah, Okay. Let's leave. <laughs> Or ah, and your flesh will tell you, let's fornicate. Then you see that you are moving. Because there's no control. Your flesh will say, let's go and steal. Then the whole body, soul, spirit, all of you are moving. I pray, I pray that your whole body, soul, and spirit, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. So he starts from the spirit. And when the spirit is worked upon, it will affect the soul. It will affect the body. You will be preserved. I you are going to be preserved. By the time Jesus comes, you will not have backsliding. You will be preserved. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. And your soul is made up of your will and your open your emotions and it will think and your mind and it will journey that's your soul and when you crap your will and your open your emotions and it will think and your mind and it will journey send your journey so you see that when your spirit man is worked upon to what says oh home you have juma it will work on your will and be your juma e will open us so you see that sometimes you are not willing to come to church. Sometimes you are not willing to pray. Sometimes you are not willing to read your Bible. But when your spirit man is worked upon, it will work on your will. And you see that you begin to want to do certain things. Yeah. 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 So sometimes some people say it's not me. In one sense, it's not you. But in another sense, it's you. Because you have allowed your, your will to control you too much. But you can get to the point where you are willing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The way you feel like you don't want to come to church. Me too, it comes to me. Today, what a shock. <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. 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 The way you feel like not reading your Bible. Me too, it comes to me. But 
But I've gotten to the point where the Holy Ghost has worked upon my will so much that I don't allow my will to detect to me. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. It said, if you are willing and you are obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can get to the point where you are willing. Willing. Sometimes when you start the Christian race, it's very difficult. You are not willing to come to church. When we come and look for you in your house, then you dodge. Tell him I'm not there. Some of them today are very foolish when you go to you know because you are not willing but at a point you grow your will is worked upon and like David you will say I was glad I was glad I was glad I was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the Lord put your hands together for Jesus So you see that your emotions are even worked upon. So when you come to church, you are very happy when that you have come. Yeah. Sometimes some people, when you see them in church, you wonder whether they were dragged into the church. Yeah. Meanwhile, this same person. You should see him watching Liverpool versus Burnley. Champion. Hey, hey, money. Hey, pass the ball. Play the ball. <laughs> the same person. The same person was his was with his wife. Yesterday night. And the way he was doing certain things. Hey. But today he's standing in the church. Like a statue. You can't even say amen. Don't do anything. You're sitting down there. Come on. Don't let your emotion detect. Let your spirit burn. Detect how you should behave. Give the Lord a shout. See those people when we are shouting, they look at us. Like, My friend, what is wrong with you? And then how? It's because you have allowed your emotions to control me. But me, I've allowed the spirit of God to control me. So when I come to church, I am excited. Somebody give the Lord a That is what church is supposed to be. Why do we come and sit down? Your spirit, man, has not been developed to take over all these areas. It controls your flesh. It controls also your soul. Yeah. Which is your emotion. Your will. And your thought pattern. Because sometimes you can be in the church and your mind is on all sorts of things. 
But when the spirit man is there, when a bad thought comes here, how many of you sometimes you have thought some bad thoughts and you wonder that? I tell you. So your spirit man will say, hey! In the name of Jesus. Then you are moving on. <laughs> but when you don't control it, that is when you see that all sorts of foolish thoughts will be running. So that's why we need to understand it. Because when you don't understand, you don't even know what has happened to you when you became born again. I'm so happy that I got born again. I mean, I don't know where I will be by now. I mean, if you look at me, where will I be by now? This morning, Sunday morning, I'm just waking up from some hangover. And some three girls are around me. And some cigarettes are lying so Meanwhile, I have another three women that have given birth with them. Can you imagine it? That is how it is. If you don't work on your spirit, man. God has saved us. And we need to go through the whole process of salvation. That is why you need to understand what I'm because a lot of people are still operating in the flesh and we are allowing the flesh to detect may the Lord deliver us from any such thing in the name of Jesus so the reason why God is concerned about all these things your flesh you leave it here yeah it's not going to follow you when you die. But we cannot communicate if I don't have flesh. I need a flesh. Yeah. When I married my wife, and I said, I do. <laughs> it was not spirits that were getting married. Flesh. Because I need to relate with her as flesh. Can you imagine you have arrived at the market? And then the market woman is sitting there, and somebody said, Mami, Mami Meto Banche. Now, the person. What do you think will happen to this? America. That is why you need the flesh. That is why even demons. They need human beings to come and be in you. Because they cannot do anything without flesh. Yeah. So when spirit of fornication is moving around, he's looking for a body. He cannot operate by itself. So when he comes and he cannot find anybody, that spirit will but when he comes, he comes to see a sister that she herself, the way she's behaving, she's ready to be inhabited. And then they will come inside you. 
spirit of fornication. And then you begin to manifest. Now what shall say? All the spirit, spirit of lies. And whatever spirit they can work on their own. They need a body. So because you need a body. And this body can make you go to hell. That is why you must develop your spirit. So that you can control your body. So that it won't take you to hell. Oh, I thought you were going to clap your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Your soul. After you are dead, that one still lives on. That one is still there. That is why the the, the uh, rich man in hell he could remember Lazarus when he saw his eldest because his mind was still working. He was feeling burning sensations in hell. Yeah, he's having some feelings. So all these things, and then he said he needed water. So his will was also working. So your soul and your spirit will make it. But this body, we don't need it. We just need it because we have to relate together. Somebody understand this. So the way you are spending too much time on this body, I cannot understand. It. You go and sit in the salon five hours. Just for this body. You stand in front of your mirror. One hour. Have you seen them before? Have you seen them before? Yeah. I'm catching five. But you see them when they take their Bible. So a Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Let me see if I can start. Principle number two. I mean, we have to make us a man to trust me. No, I see. Wherever we reach, maybe we do be better trust. Watch your day. Hey, oi. I was just going to tell you. Let me just read the scripture before I forget. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrew Huma 18. I am just going to read the scripture because I felt I should read it. He said, For the word of God is quick. And powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. He said, piercing even to the dividing asunder. Of the soul and the spirit. So you can see that your spirit and your soul can, can actually be separate. So that the soul doesn't take over you. And one of the things that helps to do that is the word of God. Separate the two. 
So you see that sometimes your soul can be grieved. But don't allow it to control you. Some of you, every day, it's as if you alone, you have problems. But when your spirit man is taking over, your soul can also be happy. Rather go into that one than to stay grieving. Let your soul be joyful in the Lord. I said, let your soul be joyful in the Lord. And that's what is the difference between a Christian and any other person. You see, every other religion tries to change you from outside. It's only Christianity. That changes you from inside. And as a sound of it, yeah. So they'll tell you, pray five times a day. They say, is do this. Don't do that. Do this. Don't do that. But none of those things changes a person. That is why New Year resolution and all these things don't change people. It doesn't work. New Year resolution. By August, you can see that you haven't done the thing. August, you you But when the spirit man is bringing a change, you can see that you are truly changed. Yeah. Yeah. That is why you need to become a Christian. Amen. So, principle number two, my time is up, really. Let me just finish it. And then we'll continue. Principle number two. He said, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. The spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. So, principle number one is what? Man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in the body. Principle number two is what? The spirit of an unsaved man is dead 
and desperately wicked. Wow. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter 17, as I get ready to close. Verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. He said, The heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? Beloved, your heart, sometimes they interchange heart and spirit. Your heart is really you. Once your heart is taken, you are taken. That is why the Bible says, guard your heart. With all diligence. For out of this flows the issues of life. So everything about life starts from the heart. You start from the spirit. And the Bible says that when you are not saved, your spirit is dead. That is the first thing you need to understand. That without Christ, without the Spirit of God, you are dead. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 16, 17, the Bible says that when God spoke to Adam and Eve, he told them that everything in this garden you can eat it. He said, but this tree of good and evil, when you eat it, you shall surely die. A lot of people don't believe it because they were still moving on. Because people were thinking of physical death. But actually, they were dead spiritually. As far as God was concerned, they were dead. And God didn't want to have anything to do with them. Just like how you, when a dead, you see a dead body, you want to go and sit by the dead body and be eating with and the dead body. And be hugging the dead body and kissing the dead body. No, you don't want to have anything. In the same way, when Adam and Eve sinned, they died. And God said, I don't like this. Move them away. Move them away. Move them away. So we were dead. The only person that is able to bring us back is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Listen, when a person is dead, there's nothing that can be done for the person. When a person is sick, we are all moving around, oh, praying, doing this, doing that. But as soon as the person dies, your life without Christ is a hopeless case. And that is a principle we must understand so that we can hold on to Christ because without Christ you are useless you are useless. I say you are useless you are useless beloved if you have received Christ hold on to him hold on to him because the Bible 
Because it's our heart. Heart. Let me read one scripture in the books. Mark chapter 7. Verse 18. We just close it. And he said to them, Are you also without understanding? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entering into the man, it cannot defile him? That is why you cannot be changed from outside. That is why the police cannot change their arm robbers. Because that doesn't change people. And no one says any Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. He's a new creation. That's why the Bible says, except a man be born again. He cannot enter So listen, what has happened to us has brought a great change. From outside, I cannot tell you. Verse 19. Uh, my time is about to close. Because it doesn't enter into the heart. The thing, the heart is the place. The spirit is the place. It doesn't enter into the belly. And then he goes out. In the drought. Yeah. Yes. Out. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't affect you. Verse 20. And he said, That which cometh out from the man, that is what affects the man. Wow. Are you understanding something? What yeah. So he said, What are the things that come out of the man? <laughs> For from within and out of the heart of men, number one, evil thoughts. Yes. Forgive. That's what the Bible says that the heart of a man. Unipa save man. Unipa Sometimes you wonder where people get the evil thoughts from. One <laughs> sister was sitting with the brother, and the brother had organized drinks for her to drink. Alcohol. And the sister was drinking the thing. But she realized that the brother was not drinking. So she realized that mm, this brother is having an evil thought about he me. Wants he wants me to be drunk. Then he will do certain things to me. So at the point, the sister looked at the brother. Hey, blood Joe. Blood Joe. Blood Joe. Joe boy. Evil thoughts. You're having evil thoughts. You see, that's why when the Bible says that don't be unequally yoked together with an unbelief. People don't understand. Nipa 
and So why? But we are also human. Oh, you haven't understood something. The Bible says that if you thought adulteries, I want to say it. You'll be surprised. Take you like that. So he's just a good example. <laughs> Oh, he knows that I'm married. Oh, you sit there and see something. The heart of an unsaved man. That's why people don't believe that anybody who is an unbeliever is uh, just they are all bad people. They are all <laughs> adulteries and fornications and murders. I tell you, these are evil things. If we start talking about them, and yet you will be but I pray. be here to continue. Stand to your feet. Sorry, wow. Today I want you to pray. Just commit yourself to God. Pray that the Spirit of God will work in you and affect every area of your life. Body, soul, and spirit. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, Lord. Somebody speaking tongues for just a minute. Speaking for just a minute. Edify yourself. Edify yourself. Edify yourself. Edify yourself. Edify yourself.
Thank you. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. To save me from my sin. To save me from my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the Lamb's book of life. In the Lamb's book of life. From today. From today. I will save you. I will save you. I will follow you. I will follow you. Let's operate together. I will save you. I will save you. I will follow you. I will follow you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Let's pray, Jesus. Because a we believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.